Did you know that you can lose weight with ease and fun? My name is Leandra McMullen. I'm a Christian certified life and weight coach. If you want to apply God's promises to your life, live victoriously in your health, and stop overeating for good, you are in the right place. Let's go. Hey, 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 my friends. Happy Monday. I'm so excited to be with you today, and I'm excited you're here. So I want to talk about self-sabotage and the two reasons we sabotage ourselves in weight loss. Maybe you catch yourself thinking things like, why can't I stick to anything? Why do I do good for an amount of time and then quit on myself? These are patterns of self-sabotage. And there's two reasons we do this to ourselves. Reason number one, lack of self-worth. It's a really tough road if we don't like ourselves. If we don't think we are worthy to be happy, if we don't think we are worthy to be successful, if we don't think we deserve to feel good about ourselves, it's really hard to change our habits to create good in our life. If we're thinking thoughts like, I've always been overweight, I'm not good at losing weight, I'm too lazy to ever succeed. These thoughts can keep us in a pattern where we want to prove our worth true. Whatever we're thinking about ourselves, whatever we think we are worth, we will start living in a way to prove that true. We will start living in a way where we will just treat ourselves as we deserve. So it's really good to know when we're thinking thoughts like this. And these thoughts might feel true, but they feel terrible. Remember, I've said multiple times on this podcast that our thoughts create our feelings. So what we're thinking about ourselves is what's creating our feelings about ourselves. And it's so important to remember this because so often we think that what our body looks like is what creates our feelings. And I promise you, that's not true. I know it feels true. And I know we've lived most of our life thinking this way, that what my body looks like is what's creating my feelings. What my body looks like is why I don't feel like I deserve to be happy or feel good. But I have really, really good news for you today that it's not what your body looks like. It's what you're thinking about your body and what it looks like. And the reason why this is such good news is because our thoughts are optional. When we can uncover our 
subconscious thoughts, when we can uncover the beliefs we're thinking about ourselves automatically, then we can decide if we want to keep thinking those things. We can take a look at what it is we're thinking, how it's creating our feelings, and how our feelings are driving our actions. And if our actions are creating results we don't like, it all is stemming from what we're thinking. And the reason why this is so good is because we can start changing our thought to start creating more self-worth for ourselves. And it's really hard if you think about it. Like, why would we try to stop overeating and start taking more care of ourselves if we didn't believe we were worthy to be cared for. It just makes sense that subconsciously, if we don't believe we're worthy enough to be cared for, that we wouldn't stop doing the habits that are creating us to be miserable. So if you are catching yourself with thoughts like these, thoughts that you don't deserve to be thin or you don't deserve to feel good or that it's never going to happen for you, I want to encourage you to do what I call equal airtime. This is just a little hack you can start doing this week. Noticing when you're thinking thoughts about yourself that make you feel terrible. And just notice them and then give yourself some equal airtime. What is something you do like about yourself? What is something that's really amazing about yourself? Because there's so many things. We're just not very good at thinking about the things we like about ourselves or the things we're proud of about ourselves because we don't give ourselves time to think about them. We spend a majority of our time thinking about the things we don't like, the things that make us feel terrible. So in the beginning, when we first start giving ourselves equal airtime, meaning we might have some thoughts that make us feel terrible, and then we redirect our thoughts, we redirect our brain to start thinking something that is great about us, that we do love about ourselves, and we start getting better at thinking the thoughts that make us feel better. The other little hack that I like to challenge you to do is to think of another area in your life where you are consistent and successful. What's another area in your life where you have been really successful, you've been really um, consistent, you've been dedicated, and you've made something happen for yourself. And I want you to think about that and start applying some of those same thoughts in that area of your life to your weight loss. Because then you start building evidence to your brain that you are consistent, that you do deserve to be successful. And you can start applying that in your weight loss journey. 
I just want to look at 1 Peter 2.9, where it comes to our self-worth. It says, but you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. And as a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. Your body has nothing to do with you being God's chosen people. Your body has nothing to do with being chosen by God. It's your heart. It's because you're a human. It's because God created you and he has chosen you. You're his royal priesthood. You're part of his holy nation. You are his very own possession. And that is because you are a human. You have a beating heart and God created you. It has nothing to do with your body. The second reason we self-sabotage is because we have a fear of success, right? Some of us, we work so hard to lose the weight that when we start experiencing some success in it, when we start feeling thinner and we start looking skinnier and we start liking our body a little bit and we're feeling better, that success becomes a stressor. And we start thinking thoughts like, I'm just lucky. This won't last. I'm not going to be able to keep this off. And we start getting a little nervous that something's going to happen where we're going to lose all of this happiness or we're not going to feel good anymore. Like we're going to lose control. And that feels terrible. That's a form of uncertainty. It's like, when is all of this weight going to come back on? When am I just going to lose control? And it's very uncertain. And our brain doesn't like that. So our brain becomes nervous or scared to even be successful because we might lose it all because we're not in control of this result. And so what do we start to do? We start to put the weight back on to relieve ourselves from the fear of having to keep it on, right? So each success, every time we have success or every time we're feeling good, we're tapping into our insecurities because when we're on a weight loss journey, we don't always build our confidence along the way. Right. Most of us, when we try to do a diet or we change our way of eating, we just focus on the rules of the diet. We just focus on the foods we're supposed to be eating and we use willpower and we try so hard. We white knuckle it to just keep following these rules and we're just like surviving the deprivation and we're not really focusing on our self-confidence while we're losing the weight. We're not learning how to feel better about ourselves in the current body we're in. And that is so important 
for us to keep the weight off later. We want to be building our confidence along the way. Because this fear of success that we're not going to be able to keep it off, it has us overeating on the weekends. It has us sneaking food here or there, right? And the reason we're doing that is because we're relieving the fear that we can't keep this up. So I want to challenge you if if you're experiencing this type of self-sabotage to notice the fear to keep it off. Just notice that you're nervous or afraid that you won't be able to keep the weight off. Just notice it. It's your brain offering you a thought. It's your brain just offering you a story that you're not going to be able to keep it off. That's all that's happening is you're having a thought you're not going to be able to keep it off. That doesn't mean it's true. It's just a thought in your subconscious that you're believing right now. So we just want to notice that that's a thought. It's a story. And then we want to redirect that thought. I like to think about it like talking back. I talk back to my brain when it wants to offer me stories, right? So I might say something like, um, thanks brain for that story, but this time is different. This time I'm tackling the more deep rooted problems than just the food I'm eating. Just because of my past doesn't mean that has to bleed into my future. So I choose some intentional thoughts to redirect my brain. Or I might say something like, this is my brain. Here's my brain again, thinking that I can't do that. And that's okay. Right? Like giving my brain permission. Like, it's okay. This is just a thought. It doesn't really mean that it's true. And we just remind ourselves of that. And I wanted to read Genesis 39 verses 2 through 6. And this is the story of Joseph in Potiphar's house. Because sometimes we just don't believe that we can be successful or that, like I had said before, if we are successful, it's just luck. It's like just a fluke right? That it's not going to last forever. And I I just want to read about four verses in the story of Joseph in Potiphar's house where God went with Joseph and made him successful. And as I'm reading this, I want you to think about your own journey losing weight. It says, the Lord was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything he did. As he served in the home of his Egyptian master, Potiphar, he noticed this and realized that the Lord was with Joseph, giving him success in everything he did. This pleased Potiphar, so he soon made Joseph his personal attendant. He put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owned. From the day Joseph was put in charge of his master's household and property, the Lord began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. All of his household all of his household affairs ran smoothly and his crops and livestock 
flourished. So I wanted to read that to you because everything was successful for Joseph in Potiphar's house because God was with him. God gave him that success. None of it was luck. None of it was a fluke. And I want to offer that for your journey of weight loss too. It's not a fluke. God is with you. He wants to bless you with weight loss. He wants to show favor on you and your weight loss journey. And as long as you're trusting in him and bringing him along for the ride, you will have success and you can stay successful for good. So the last thing I want to leave you with is that self-sabotage is normal. And when we find it, and when we work through it, we have no reason to fear it. And I'm going to be doing a three-day workshop where we're going to dive deep into learning about self-sabotage loops, and we're going to break the patterns. So if you want to join me August 28th through 30th, it's $19. We'll be live together on Zoom. The link is in my show notes, so you can just sign up there. But I'd love to see you in the workshop. If you can't make it live, it's no problem at all. Every evening, I'll be sending the recording to your inbox. So you can watch it anytime and you'll have access to those recordings forever. So I'd love to see you there August 28th through 30th. And thanks so much for listening to the Christian Weight Loss Podcast. And until next week, let's go live our life in grace, unlimited self-love, and victorious in Jesus. Jesus.